Hey, what's up, everybody? Wow, how about this? Um, I'm doing another podcast, and it hasn't been half a year. It's only been a few weeks. Um, I'm very proud of myself. (laughs) I'm very proud of myself for this. For this shitty accomplishment. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I, I told you I was going to try and do this more often. And uh, I'm keeping up my end of the bargain. Um, so, uh, I don't have a lot to say now. I hope you all had a good New Year's. Christmas. Mine was a little rough, obviously. Um, <clears throat> 2016's here. Uh, I have a lot of high hopes. It's already looking to be a lot better. And, um, yeah, so hopefully we can do this more often. Um, I'm going to try and keep it at at least a a new podcast every couple weeks. Uh, I know everyone does every week and that should be really easy, but for me, it's not whatever. What are you going to do? Um, a couple of announcements. I will be in San Francisco January 15th doing my show uh, that I co-host with Brendan Small of Metalocalypse and Home Movie Fame. Uh, it's a show called Bake. It's uh, an evening of stand-up and music. Uh, our guests will be Lorraine Newman. Um, and Matt Bronger and Ben Kronberg. So, uh, you should, uh, if any of you are in San Francisco, any of you are San Francisco listeners, you should come check it out. It's, uh, we did it last year. It was really fun. Um, yeah. And so that will be the weekend of the 15th. That is on the 15th. I am also doing a show that same night with Tom Papa. Come to Papa. Uh, I believe at Cobb's. Uh, go to SF, oh God, I think it's sfsketchfest.com and you can find out the, the actual times and venues. Um, but that's where I'll be. Um, so yeah, um, come to one or both of those shows in San Francisco. (laughs) I'm going to be at the comedy store tonight, but it's way too late for you guys (laughs) to come to that. So um, let's uh, just jump into it. My guest, my first guest of 2016, uh, my friend Ricky Carmona. He's a very funny comedian. Uh, If you are in the L.A. area, I suggest you uh, come check him out. Um, I believe his his, uh, Instagram, Twitter, all his social networking uh, usernames are just Ricky Carmona. Uh, And we talk a lot about... Uh, film movies on this because uh, Ricky was co-host for uh, a while with uh, Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher for the Wham Bam Pow podcast, which no longer is going on, but you can still find archives on maximumfun.org. org. Uh, it's really great. Uh, check it out. But we talk a lot about movies, <laughs> and I reveal a little too much information about masturbation specifically my masturbation uh but whatever i don't care i'm 46 years old i don't give a shit who knows and this is i tell a story about (laughs) some shit that happened when i was way younger with masturbation and it's very embarrassing but whatever so if any one of my relatives are listening to this uh just just don't listen to this episode (laughs) Uh, but you know, fuck it. I don't care. Listen, if you want, uh, I'm me (laughs) and that's what you get. So enjoy this podcast with Ricky Carmona and, uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. fucking adult <laughs> let it out dude let it out his fucking I, I, I 
I wish I was a vampire so I didn't have to see this in the mirror. <laughs> Every fucking morning I walk into the bathroom and I'm like, oh, fuck, this is what I look like now. I've got this fucking beard with so much gray in it. I just bought beard dye today. Did you? My yeah. brother, I just, go, I, haven't, I haven't seen my family in a long time. So I go back and like seeing like my brother and he has like a beard and he has like so much gray there. I was like, oh shit, yeah. look at you. And I don't like it. I don't, <laughs> I'm 46 and I'm not dealing with it well, you know, and I'm a ginger and I went into uh, like Rite Aid and I noticed this last time I grew this beard out, but I went into Rite Aid to get beard dye because the last time I grew it this long was for a movie, and that's why I'm doing this is for a movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've noticed on camera when I grow this out, the gray spot doesn't look great. It looks bald. <laughs> I, I went to Rite Aid because it just looks like a bald patch. Yeah. And I was like, that's not cool. And uh, they have this just for men hair dye, but they also have just for men beard oh, sure. dye for guys you know have beards that are going gray because it's really common. <laughs> And they don't, they have every fucking hair color except red. <laughs> I'm like, why the fuck is that a thing? Like, I would think that's a staple. Yeah. Right? And I remember trying to look it up, like, why don't they have it? And it's something to do with the difficulty of matching the color or something. Really? So they just don't make it. And then, uh, so a few weeks ago, because I'm not going to be, I'm going to have this beard for at least half of 2016 <laughs> between like this, this movie that we shoot in February <laughs> and then having to go back and pick up stuff in June, I'm just not going to be able to shave. So I, uh, I went and bought female hair dye because like, <laughs> they have girls have every color of hair dye. <laughs> and it was like, I found the closest red I could. I went in, I fucking massaged it and mixed it, massaged it into my fucking gray-ass beard. And I put it in the rest of the beard, too, so it would blend evenly. And left it in for, like, fucking 45 minutes to an hour, washed out. Still gray. <laughs> Still fucking gray. And and so today I went to a... I was driving down Riverside here in, in Burbank, and I saw this beauty supply store that I know a lot of makeup artists go to. And I went in, and I'm like, do you have something that'll get this gray out of my beard? And they're like, here you go. And they just gave me a tube of this shit, and I am i can't wait to get home tonight and, and try bust it. that mug out. But I'm really sad, because it, it probably won't work. <laughs> I'm, I'm still surprised that there's not just, like, a standard red. I mean, like, I would think it's like video games, like white guy, standard. Here's all the different options for white guy. Boom. There's your red red haired white guy. Bye. No, and when I did it, it's bizarre. When I did it a couple years ago, I did it for the this Jeff Garland movie, it's this baseball movie, and I just had this beard, and it, it wasn't as gray back then, and so I bought female hair dye and put it in, and it worked, but it it made my whole beard a different, like darker. It didn't look <laughs> natural. You know when yeah. you see a guy with a bad dye job, oh, you're like, you're like. Did he put fucking shoe polish in? <laughs> it's that. Like, yeah, you had brown hair, not yeah. like patent leather black sure, hair. Sure, yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know. You don't like looking older, dude? Not this old. <laughs> All right. This was right. right around the holidays. I would go into stores, and I would, the clerks would be like, hey, Santa. Oh, no. Like, fucking really? Yeah, that's, that's, Santa's bad. Santa I wouldn't be crazy about. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, I just, uh, you know. I got two older brothers, and I'm always like, it's going to look dope when I get old. It's going to be dope. So I'm looking forward to it. I got a little, I got a couple of grays here and there. I'm like, all right, okay. Yeah, a distinguished gray. Yeah. My And also my hair just, it's this beard is really splotchy. It looks like someone just glued <laughs> pubic hair to my chin. Because there's like a lot of spaces where you can still see skin yeah. through it. I'm just like, fuck me, man. Like, <laughs> Can't they just put a fake beard on me when it comes time to shoot? And also, yeah, do they not have fake beard budget money? What's going on? I did a movie. God, I hope I haven't talked about this yet on the, this podcast, but I did it. Not a movie. I did this TV show, this MTV show years ago called uh, Death Valley. And um, it was the, the series started where it t- just takes place here in the San Fernando Valley. And it takes place 
it starts years after just all of a sudden vampires and werewolves were just in the valley. Sure. Like, we don't see the origin. It's just, that's just the norm. Like, they just showed up. Yeah. And, like your neighbor? Is, like, they live Yeah, in, like, oh, all right, of a word. sudden there's, well, no, they're still deadly, and, and but there's, it, it, it's kind of like cops and then it follows this, like, group of, like, the special team of vampire Dude, hunters. this shit sounds stuff. familiar now. Uh, so it was, uh, I was on there and in one of the episodes I played a porn director <laughs> and we went in and my beard wasn't this long, but it was long enough and I shot for three days and my first day was on a, no, I shot for two days and my first day was on a Friday and I had the weekend off and then that Sunday I was had, still on my weekend. I woke up in the morning, took a shower, got out of the shower, got my razor out. I, was, I think I was still half asleep. Got my razor out, shaved my fucking beard off. There's no way this shit was going to grow overnight. And it was probably an hour even after I shaved it off that I was sitting there. And then I got an email saying, your call time tomorrow. And I go, oh, no. I have to be up and fucking to be there at 7 in the morning. And so I, I called the, the AD and I was like, I made a huge mistake. I just shaved today. I wasn't even thinking. I just shaved out of habit. And he was like, oh, fuck. And he's like, uh, don't go anywhere. Sit tight. I'll call you back. It's like an hour later, he calls me back. And he's like, okay, you have a new call time tomorrow. You have to be in at 4.30 in the morning. Oh, shit. I had to be there like three hours early and um, so they could apply a fake beard and they did it like it looked so real it wasn't like a mr show fake oh, beard, but it was like like carefully individually glued on like, <laughs> it was amazing the way they did it but i was so embarrassed and like the the makeup woman i could tell was so fucking mad because she had to show up <laughs> sure too. goddamn right so all of a sudden like she goes from oh i have to be there at 7 a.m to oh i have to be there at 4 30 in the morning <laughs> You can try and like grab it out of the garbage or whatever and just fucking splotch it back on you. Get it on you. I believe me, I did. I was like <laughs> I was like, should I just keep this shit? <laughs> it's it's not worth having facial hair, I don't think. <laughs> this is all for laziness right now. I'm only I, I for the past good, year. Though. Yeah, but I'm already like I'm itching a lot. I'm starting to break out on the bottom of my yeah. chin here just because I start like picking at it, you know? Oh, and that's where it gets bad. I don't like any of that. It's weird that just hair grows out of our face yeah, like that. Yeah, it's dope. Just, <laughs> just shows up. There it is. My guess is Ricky Carmona. <laughs> hey! Uh, eight minutes in. Uh, Ricky, a very funny comedian who I met. Um, when did you move to L.A.? Uh, this will be the beginning of year five, so four Has years ago. Has it been ago. that long? Yeah, I guess so, dude. Shit flies by. Um, I don't remember when I met you, but I know... We b- we've bonded over the movie Heat. We, we, <laughs> indeed, we have. I was thinking about when we met because I thought you might say, oh, when did we meet? And I thought you would sound like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it might have been like at a. The earliest I can remember is like a Blam 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 at that. Or I'm uh, not Blam 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 at the, the Josh and Josh show. Oh, I yeah. Like, I think at, we met there once. At Bar Lubitsch. Yeah. And we and I think we yeah we we might have well, I don't know if we talked about heat but we talked about movies because I talk a lot about movies in my set. And speaking of movies, you're uh would you say a co-host of Wham Bam of Pow? Wham Bam Pow? Yeah, Wham Bam Pow. Unfortunately, no longer happening. No. Yeah, it is for real. For reals, yo. As yeah. of when? Uh, our last episode was in November, I think it was. Is that just because Cameron and Rhea got really busy? Just blowing up, yo, blowing up. Uh yeah, on the way over here, I was listening to an episode, which may have been one of the last episodes oh, you guys were reviewing. You and uh, Rhea, Cameron, Cameron wasn't in it, but you and Rhea Butcher were reviewing the last James Bond movie. What was that? Rogue Nation. Oh, yes, the, the Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did I say James Bond? You sure no, did. F- Jesus Very seriously. Christ. Uh <laughs> Mission Impossible, which is kind of like a James Bond. It is, totally. Absolutely. It's an Americanized version. But, yeah. um, I saw that with Rhea. Oh, is that right? Rhea and I saw it the day you guys did that recording. I was just too tired to go with her. Do like, <laughs> you want to come talk about it? I was like, man, I'm tired. <laughs> but I remember that because 
Rhea and I saw it at the Vista Theater. The best theater in L.A. My favorite theater in L.A. Hell yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially, I mean, when I first moved to L.A., it wasn't as awesome because uh, they hadn't remodeled it yet. And then they remodeled it, I don't know how long ago, 10 years ago or something. Oh, is that right? And they removed every other row of seats. Dude. That's like, the selling point. That is the best part of yeah, that. Absolutely. Piece. Goddamn you, right. You can sit anywhere and <laughs> fully lay back till your back is on the ass of the seat and your legs won't touch the seat in front of you. Yeah, man. It's great. I went and I went I went and saw uh I remember the first movie I saw there. It was X Men First Class. Matt Bronger took me there and he was like, You're gonna love this theater. And we're both tall ass dudes. Yeah. And yeah, I walked in, I was like, Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. It's fantastic. And the manager always dresses in whatever costume oh, is popular oh. from the movie. Man, it's how a movie should be. It's how a movie theater should be. The decor is right. I mean, it's it's one huge screen that's It's not a multiplex. I love no. that it's just one it's theater. It's one theater, absolutely. But Rhea and I got there, and we got there like half an hour early, and we walk in, and we're seeing us a little late in the, the run of the movie, so... You know, there was maybe like 30 people in the theater. Mm -hmm. And when we first got there, it was maybe like 10 or 15 people. <laughs> and so Rhea and I sat dead center in the theater, and there was three girls sitting in the very front. They were in the very front of the theater to our left if we're facing the screen. And they were doing like a photo shoot, <laughs> but with like a full SLR camera with a flash. Oh, boy. So there's a girl sitting in the front seat, the, the very front row, and, a, and the girl, the photographer is facing her, taking photos, meaning the flash is just going right at the audience. People who have paid, we I, I just paid $15, and yeah. I'm sitting there just poof, poof, and like, I, I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, I don't know. Is this... No, are these people like not here to see the movie? And so after like 15 minutes, I get up and I go into the concession area and I just ask one of the guys, I go, uh, hey, do you know there's a, some girls taking photos <laughs> in the front of the theater? He's like, oh, no, I didn't know that. <laughs> and I go, well, they're also using a flash, which is blinding everybody in the theater. He goes, huh, hold on. And he goes to that manager guy, the guy who runs the theater, and he tells him. The manager comes over to me. He's like, we uh, we let people take photographs in the theater, meaning, I think, to, you know, promote the theater, like hashtag sure. it, but, like, not when movies are going on, but, like, <laughs> you can go in and just take photos. And um, I was like, you let people take photos? He's like, yeah, people can come in and take photos. I go, but she's using a flash. <laughs> and he's like, Huh, that's weird. And then he walked away. Like and so I go back in the theater and I'm pissed off this time and I'm sitting there with Rhea and she's still taking just flash after flash. And I and the people who are sitting next to us a few rows down, like this older couple, I can see them like, What the fuck is this? And everyone's getting mad and finally I just yell. <clears throat> she, she takes one photo, flash goes off, and I just yell, Enough with the fucking flash. <laughs> Like, really loud. And they scooped up all their shit and ran out of the theater. Like, they weren't even there to see the movie. She was just That's like... terrible. She's like, oh, we can take photos. Let's... I got a new flash. Uh. Like, right at the fucking audience. <laughs> right in our fucking eyes. Oh, and then I, re I remember for, like, a few weeks afterwards, and I think Rio was doing this, too, I, I just kept checking Instagram and Twitter for hashtags like... <laughs> Vista Theater, just because I, I wanted to see these fucking photos and they yeah. never fucking popped up. Oh. But uh, oh. I have a, oh, I'm not proud of this story, Steve. I have a, I have a terrible uh, movie theater uh, experience story, and I'm only just because you just told that story. I went to see the Hateful Eight uh -huh. in Chicago. Oh man, <laughs> again, I'm not proud of this at all. I go see the Hateful Eight. At uh, at the music box in Chicago, yeah, uh, it's in seventy millimeter. It's the whole like the road show. It's the road show. Yeah, the intermission. Yeah, it's all, dude. Yeah, man. And I mean, I love going to the movies, dude. I yeah, fuck me too. it. I fucking love it. Like, yeah. Don't fuck with my movie vibe. You know. I used to. <laughs> 
uh, it's sold out. It's Saturday night. There's people like waiting, like in line outside. There's no like assigned theater, uh, assigned seating in there. Mm-hmm. I love that whole process. Uh, there's a, I get there. I'm going to meet some other friends there, but they're having dinner. So uh, I'm excited. I go have uh, have a fancy drink. I get myself a martini. Wow! <laughs> yeah, dude, I was feeling. They fucking... serve alcohol at that theater. Uh, at the yeah, they do. You can. Uh, they have a. They built like a, a bar right next to it, and then you can drink it in a glass in the bar. You can get Shit. it in a plastic cup. Nice. And take it inside the theater. I mean, it's and this is like one of the most like well known theaters in Chicago. Uh, I saw the 30th anniversary of Taxi Driver there. I saw Whoa. Blade Runner there. Whoa! They have, a, they have an organ player in there. It's fucking fantastic. Wow! So we get there. Uh, I'm excited. I got uh, I got my martini. I'm upset because I don't have popcorn, but that's fine. You know, you can't have everything. They don't? No, I I, I, I didn't get there. Uh, oh, you didn't get. Yeah, popcorn. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have time to get popcorn, and then because I wanted to see like the whole overture. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. The whole overture as well. Sure. Uh, we're sitting down in our seats. You know, uh, the music is playing, and then yeah, it's just like you know, the image like slowly comes up. And then the credits start, and it's all great. I'm there with uh, another friend of mine, and uh, we're just like watching the movie. And this uh, couple behind me uh, starts to yell. <laughs> they start like uh, jibber jabbing a little bit, you know, and talking. And you know, in my head, I'm just like, "It's all good. Don't worry about it. We're just gonna watch the movie." Yeah. And I look over at my buddy because I can tell he uh, he can hear him as well, and he's already like, kind of like itching, like, "I want to tell these people be quiet." And, he, and then he says, oh, I just want these people to shut up. And I said, I have no problem telling people to shut the fuck up. So right. it's all good. Uh, we watch for like another like 20 seconds or so, and they're getting like a little bit louder. And finally he says something to him. I don't catch what he initially says, but I get the, the end that he is like, uh, no, you guys just need to shut the hell up. And they say something smart ass back to him. And uh, I was like, ugh. And then I could I could tell just by like the sequence of credits. Oh, you know we're at executive produced by, we're written by, producing is going to be directed by, and it's going to be all done. Everybody be quiet. So I turn around and I say, hey, it's getting soon to uh, when you guys are supposed to be quiet. And she's like, just turn around and watch the movie. Just turn around. He's like, look at the screen, dude. And I was like, no, this is where you shut the fuck up, and we all get to enjoy the movie. And then he puts like his middle finger in my face. He puts like his minute finger on my face. She starts just, I mean, at this point, it just sounds like angry, like blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you guys just need to fucking shut up. Be quiet. The credits are going, be quiet. The music's, the movie's on. Yeah. Just don't talk anymore. Shut the fuck up. So I turn around and they're still just like quietly jibber jabbing throughout this thing. And I'm getting frustrated. Nobody else is saying anything. And that's frustrating me. So I turn around. I'm like, you guys, What's going on? You guys need to stop talking. Stop talking, please. Again, finger like in my face. I get up right away and I just go and ask like to speak to the manager. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, there's a couple in there. They're talking a lot. This is like, and I tell them like, you know, hey, this is like a special movie. It's like a big deal. They need to like be quiet. Uh, and he's like, yeah, go back, uh, sit in your seat, and then we'll go uh, give him a warning in a little while. Uh, a little then, while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, now, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> well, he was like, because we don't want it to make it seem like you were the one. I was like, I'm sitting They're right in front of them. Yeah, They're going to figure it out. Yeah, of course. Know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, like five minutes go by, the manager comes in and says something to him. Are they still talking when he comes in? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Jesus yeah. Jesus yeah. <laughs> They, uh, He says something to them and leaves, and then like we're all watching the movie. A funny moment happens in the movie. Uh, we all, Everybody laughs. I laugh. Right in the back of my head, dude. Shh. They just start shushing me. I was like, and I literally said, "What is your problem with me? What is it? Yeah. What's going on?" And they were like, <laughs> "I was like, oh." I turn around, and then they're just like, "Man, you're not supposed to talk at a movie. I would love to talk to you, but we're not at home. You're not supposed to talk at a movie." And again, I just like got. I I immediately like got back as soon as I heard that. I got back up, and I was like, "We need to. We need to get these people out of here. Like now, it just feels like they're." Like they have yeah, something yeah. in for me, you know? And then uh, he's like, cool, yeah, stand here. We'll go ask him to leave, and then we'll uh, we'll get you back into your seat. They bring the dude out, uh, and I'm like standing there waiting. 
And I look and he's like telling the dude, he's like starting to put it on me that I was the one like starting shit. So, and this is when, oh, Ricky, why do you get so emotional? Yeah. I go over right away and I'm like, what the fuck did you just say? How dare you, motherfucker? I wasn't saying a goddamn thing. I'm trying to enjoy the movie and you were acting all disrespectful. And now that this dude is here saying some shit, now you want to put it on me? You know you're a goddamn liar. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not saying anything. He's just like, Muh. and his girl comes out, and she's like, what's, uh, what, no, this guy right here, I was like, you're fuck, you're a fucking liar, you fucking uh, animal, what the fuck, you fucking yeah, animal, you fucking animal, handle this shit, man, she's with you, handle, handle this fucking animal, this is ridiculous, man, I came in here to have a good time, <laughs> and, and, it, and while I'm yelling this, man, is like, sir, now you're gonna have to leave, like, oh, no, we're no. Gonna, yeah, yeah, I, as, I mean, dude, like I was yelling that at like a hundred, dude, at a hundred, and then like my friends who were in the theater, like they came out because they could hear me yelling in there, and they're like, Jesus. "What's going on?" I was like, "It's over. I have to leave. I got loud. They made me upset. I'm sorry. I apologize." I said, "Sir, if you can just go in and get my jacket, I will leave." He went and got my jacket, and I fucking left. So have you seen the Hateful Eight yet? No. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. Because I can't find anywhere that's showing it here in LA on a big enough 70. screen for 70 millimeter. I know they're showing it at the arc light, uh, but like the screen, I heard like the screen isn't that big, and I want to see it like on the biggest possible screen. They've been showing it at the DGA, at the Directors Guild. How do you get? I don't, I don't know how do you. I don't know that how at? you do. No, that's on Sunset in Fairfax, like over by the Laugh Factory. Oh, in that building. Yeah, I guess between. Shit, I, I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, I guess they would show movies they have in there. A big ass screen. In Is there. that right? Yeah. So if you can find a way to get in there, yeah, who do we eyes wide shut to get in there? What's what's going on in there? That's infuriating. I have, dude. Oh, in the past few years, I mean, just I, I've had more bad experiences in movie theaters than good ones. Oh, and they usually stem stem from cell phones. Yeah, I think that's like the downside of. That like we get so comfortable, like our screens are so good in our homes that when we go to a theater, you just feel like, oh yeah, I'm at home. I'm watching a movie just like I do at home, and it just ugh. I don't understand though. You go to ArcLight, a guy comes out, says, "Thank you for coming to ArcLight. My name's Tim. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. You're about to watch Hateful Eight, seventy millimeter." Uh, for the first few minutes of the movie, I'm going to be standing here over on the side to make sure everything's running smoothly. If you have any problems, please come look for me or one of the other employees. I've seen a lot of movies oh, here. Yeah, I know no, the whole right. spiel. Absolutely. And uh, please, 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 please turn off all your cell phones and electronic devices. Please. Everybody in the fucking room hears him say this. It goes in their ears. Fucking guy wa stands on the side. Everything's fine. As soon as he leaves, boom, cell phones oh, are out. Jesus. I don't fucking get it. Yeah. It makes me fucking crazy, especially at a theater where there's someone that just now just asked you not to turn on your cell phones. I went and saw, I saw 12 Years a Slave at the Arclight. Somebody was being disrespectful during that. God damn. Dude, this is damn. bonkers. I saw it a little, you know, f about two weeks into its run, so it wasn't packed. I'm sitting in the very back row just because I like to be farther away. Mm -hmm. And uh, a woman, I think it's like two or three people came in. A woman and two other people. I don't remember if they were male or female. African-American as well. They come in and they sit. They walk right in front of me. They're like two rows in front of me, but they walk past me, and then they're just just to my right. The movie starts. The guy does his spiel. Keep your phones off. I mean, the credits have just <laughs> finished. And this woman pulls out a phone that's bigger than oh, my iPhone oh, 6 Jesus. Plus. It's like one of those Galaxy Notes. Yeah. Like, it's almost like an iPad. It's like a tablet. <laughs> and she is looking at Instagram. What? I am 30 feet away from her. And Get I can see Instagram. And she is Fucking scrolling and refreshing, and it doesn't go down for 15 minutes. This is 12 years of sleep. <laughs> She's looking at Instagram. I'm like, am I allowed to say anything? I'm going to be an asshole. 
So I get up and I walk over and I go, excuse me, can you put your phone away? And she just looks at me like, what? What? Oh. And so I go, it's really bright. <laughs> <laughs> and so I go back to my seat and I'm sitting there and I keep doing this like where I'm holding my hand up, my right hand up against the right side of my face to kind of shield because I'm like, I don't even want to know if it's up. I don't want to know because I don't want this to annoy me. And then like a few minutes later, I'm like, why am I sitting like this? I put my hand down. Sure enough, she's looking at Instagram. And so I get up and fucking go get a a, a guy outside. Tim. I go find Tim. I'm like, there's a woman. She's got her phone. And she's not... Look, I'm not perfect. I've sure. glanced at my phone in sure. a movie when the theater's like not crowded and I'm in the back row. I have my brightness all the way down. I've glanced at my sure. phone. We've I keep it there. down by my shins <laughs> below the seats and I'll look. She had it up. I wish the people listening could see like parallel to her face. Eye level. An Awful. arm like far away. That's terrible. And so uh, I go tell a guy, I'm like, there's a woman. She's. She's like just looking at her phone and I go and I asked her to not do it. And she basically gave me the the eye roll equivalent of. (laughs) So he comes in and uh, I see him walk over and and as he walks in, she doesn't put the phone down. She sees him walk in. She sees him walking over to her and she's still looking at it. (laughs) And he, I can see him. I can't hear what he says, but I know he's telling her to put the fucking phone away. And then he walks away, and she just turns around and glares at him. <laughs> like, I, I hope you're happy. And so then the whole rest of the movie, I'm sitting there going, fucker, motherfucker. Sure. You just fucking ruined a movie for me. Yeah. That's the thing, too. Like, it's it, it, that feeling that lingers afterwards, that goddamn anger. Like, you can't just, like, shake that off and be like, I'm going to jump back into this world. It's like, I don't no. know. I also don't know why I I felt I had to add that she was African-American. But it was 12 Years a Slave. I was like, going to ask you that afterwards. Like, if it was a movie about the history of the Klan, I would have been very <laughs> respectful. <laughs> no, it was so fucking weird to me. I'm like... I'm like, this is a powerful... I, I love the movie. I was like, this is really heavy shit. Yeah. Like, why are you looking at fucking Instagram? Was it Chia Wete Ejia for his Instagram? No. No? <laughs> I was so fucking mad. Oh. Ugh. It's, ugh. I just don't like... I, I did see a movie... Oh, Star I I just went to Star Wars... Mm-hmm. Uh, I went with Colin Hanks. He called me up opening night, like Thursday. You know, the starting Thursday night showings were starting at like midnight. And he texts me, and he's like, uh, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing tonight? And that's always an innocuous text, like, uh, do I say nothing? And yeah. then all of a sudden he's like, want to help me move my yeah, shit? Yeah, right. It's a risk. So it's I'm a risk. like, uh, I wasn't even thinking Star Wars at that point, so I'm like, uh, nothing. And he's like, you want to go see Star Wars? <laughs> and I was like, yes! All caps. He, he goes, I got a friend of mine has tickets to a, a private screening. I'm like, oh, fuck yes. So we go, and it's some guy who works for Staples Center. And it was at that movie theater by the Staples Center down down by uh, LA Live, whatever it's called. I didn't know there was a theater down there. Oh, yeah, really nice one. Oh. I mean, it's like Arclight, and it's... And they even have one of those four, 4DX, what's it called? It's like- The 4K? With 4K. No, oh, no, 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 the, 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 the seats the, I think shake. it's like 4XD. 4XD. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. With the, oh, that's hilarious. The, <laughs> the seats that shake and yeah. wind that blows yeah, on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have one of those. Like, it's a really nice theater. And um, so- You guys are sitting in that? No, no, we didn't go into that theater. I was like, I want to just see it regular before yeah. I get- start adding weird elements. <laughs> so, uh, but there's a guy, and it's all in the same complex, so there's a guy that works at, works for the Staples Center, and he has some deal with uh, the movie theater, and so they let him just buy out all the seats for one of the screenings, for a midnight screening. That's and so, so Colin and I go, and 
there was maybe 50 of us in the theater. <laughs> a huge ass theater and it's like 50 of us everyone's spread out like and Colin brought me and he had like five or probably about eight or nine of his friends there so it's just like four groups of like 10 friends this is dope so everyone was like really friendly and yeah. comfortable hell yeah and like so people were yelling like <laughs> yeah! like when she when Han Solo shows up, everyone's like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> everyone's going fucking crazy. It was so much fun. And afterwards, it was over, and I go, holy shit. Nobody pulled out a cell phone. I didn't see one fucking cell phone. It was the best fucking experience. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's what's up. It, that that kind of shit spoils you. It's like flying first class, and then, <laughs> and then you have to go back to fucking JetBlue. <laughs> the... uh. Yeah, dude, a good movie experience. I think I, I think I really I, I grew up. I started turning off my phone before a movie now, and that feels like a real grown up move. Yeah, it just feels like oh yeah, now I'm shut off from everything. I don't want to know if oh what's that? I wonder what that email might be. I don't want to that yeah. text might be. Put it on airplane mode. I don't want to feel a vibration. Not, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, just completely off. Oh, it's good. I just want to. I just only want to go to theaters where people are like. I would be happy going to a theater where they. Have a basket where you have to you put turn, your ooh, fucking into, phone in, dude. I'd be into that. Like I, wasn't there a theater in in Austin where they they like shamed a woman who had her phone out in the theater? Like I, I mean, that seems like is, and then she seems called. Like it would do oh something no, there just because they like, kicked they her the out for using there. her cell phone. And I think I could be wrong, but I think they saved her voicemail and they would play it before <laughs> movies. <laughs> Go, How dare you kick me out of your fucking theater? <laughs> and then she like tried to sue the theater for playing her fucking oh. voice before, and they're like, "Fuck you, <laughs> fucking inconsiderate fuck." That's no, that's fucking brilliant. Play the voicemail? Hell yeah, and I'm all for that. Just I'm the fact for... that you would feel so wronged for getting kicked out <laughs> for doing something wrong for doing what you're not supposed to yeah. do. No, it don't work like that. Is my chair noise making? Is that going to end up? Can we hear all that? No? No, I can't hear it. It's freaking me out. Okay. Is it? Yeah, yeah just because I'm just, I like uh, that you've just got your core engaged so you don't have to move. The <laughs> I, I release it from I, my uh, coffee, and then I get it back again. I started, I took uh, meditation classes like a month ago. Because I've had such a horrible year and was so stressed out all year. I was not sleeping, and a friend of mine's like, you should take meditation. And I know a bunch of people who've done it, and- so I took some classes, and it's been amazing, amazing. Like twice a day I do it, and I, I feel a lot better when I do it. Oh. And um, But it was really funny because I would go to a class with this guy. It was just me and a teacher, and, and you know, he gives you a mantra, and you sit there with your eyes closed, and you don't say it out loud. You just think it mm-hmm. over and over, and then he's in there too, and he's meditating too. So it's two people, and you're in there, and like – for the first, you know, I mean, it's like four four classes, and then you're on your own, and you can go back whenever you want. But it's four classes that you go to, and and I, I was like, oh, I want to meditate where I just my whole mind goes blank, and I think nothing but this mantra, and I feel refreshed. And like the first few days you do it, it's like as soon as you close your eyes, your mind's going, oh, what am I gonna do after this? God, I'm hungry. <laughs> And you are aware of every fucking sound and everything. And, like, I remember, I think, I, like, the first class I had sat there and I had my, like, my leg crossed over one of my legs. And you do it for, like, 20 minutes. And, like, five minutes in, like, my leg was falling asleep. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't want to move my leg because I don't want him to he- just hear the slightest creaking in my sure. chair. Because I could hear any time there was a noise. So I was like, well, this guy's really going to hear. So <laughs> I would just sit there completely uncomfortable for 20 minutes, not relaxed. And then we'd finish and be like, how was that? And I was like, well, it was fucking horrible because <laughs> my back hurts because I couldn't move the whole time. He's like, you can move. He's like, if you think of fun- something funny, you can laugh. He's like, it's totally like that kind of stuff is actually welcome when huh? you, when you meditate the process of your mind like just bringing in random thoughts like all of a sudden you'll think of like your third grade teacher and 
It's like your body is getting rid of stresses. It's like detoxing basically. And and after after I realized that I could fucking, <laughs> fucking move and think, it got a lot easier. I don't know why I thought. Oh yeah, because you, you're Cause worried about core, your chair. You know, my core, my chair. <laughs> Do you really not sleep because of stress? Does it keep you up that much? Well, I'm a an insomniac by nature. Like I usually, my usual bedtime is like two or three. And I also cannot sleep in, so uh, I will go to bed at three and wake up by nine. Like, is that considered? Is that like? Is that time range? I mean, to me, that's like oh, that's like six, six hours. hours. That's good. It's. I would love to sleep twelve hours. Because <laughs> every now and then, you know, like maybe two or three times a year, I'll wake up and it'll be one o'clock in the afternoon. And I'll be like, "Holy shit, I did it!" <laughs> and I feel great. Yeah. And I'm like, I just, I'm chasing that feeling all sure. the time. You know, and I wake up at nine and I'm like, this is, uh, I'm still tired. <laughs> I like waking up nine-ish, I feel good. And I go to bed like around eh, midnight-ish <sighs> when I'm feeling crazy, one that. or two. Uh, I'm always, I have a few friends. But I feel stressed out. But I'm not, I'm, I'm asking that because I've, I have a lot of stress, but I don't like, it doesn't affect me like that. I just fucking am like, uh, intense a lot. Yeah, no, I mean, like it bottle was. Bottle it in. I mean, I usually have a usual amount of stress, whatever that is. But, you know, my dad passed away like earlier, not earlier this year, probably like four months ago. So it was like, and he was sick for a long time. So it was like four or five months of just not sleeping because I was stressed about that and mm-hmm. just fucking eating everything. I Like I gained like 20 pounds last year which I didn't need to, <laughs> to begin with. And so, uh, and then you, your mind just starts a weird cycle of like, oh, I'm being unhealthy. And then yeah. you go to bed at night, you go, I can't sleep because I'm unhealthy. How do I get healthy? And you're just, it just starts this circle of like thinking that just doesn't end. And I see, I, I <clears throat> excuse me, I have all that. When I get to bed, I'm like, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, shut it off, shut it off, shut it off. Because I don't want to think about that shit. Anymore. Are you able to? I see. That's my yes. thing. Is I, can't I mean, I can, shut I can fall asleep like pretty. I mean, I could if like I could drink this coffee and if I oh if I need to go to bed an hour, just lie down, close Fuck. your eyes, it'll happen. Things no. will shut down. I have to sit on my couch and read or watch TV until like I'm nodding off, and then <laughs> I have to quickly get in bed. Because if I just if I go home at like if I do a show, like say I'm at the Improv and I go home at like. 12 or 1 if I just went right to bed and laid in bed I would just lay there for like hours oh. it just I have to wind down if you watch a movie in bed you ever watch a movie in bed that'll get you going no because <laughs> <laughs> my laptop gets really fucking hot and I'm a fr- I'm also like terribly paranoid I'm afraid my laptop's gonna like catch on fire <laughs> while I'm sleeping I'm just gonna perish and they'll be I like, well, we can see his web history from the cloud. He was looking at porn. <laughs> different five-minute <laughs> intervals of different sites before at 2.57, at 2.52. Oh, fucking cloud. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I don't think I've acti- are, are we? Do we activate the cloud? Are we always, as soon as we turn on? I don't even know exactly how the cloud works. I They're feel like slowly kind of integrating it till it just you have to, like... They don't have iPhoto anymore on your phone or your computer. Now it's just called Photos. Yeah, yeah. And it's all that shit is like on the cloud. So like, you can't have a dick pic on your phone because no, dude, <laughs> it's gonna be on a fucking. I have my phone and my <laughs> my photo account connected to my Apple TV because I prefer to have a screensaver of photos that I've taken. Sure. As opposed to like. Elephants on the Serengeti, Mount Kilimanjaro. <laughs> the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. I like to have photos I've taken at Largo mm-hmm. or, you know, somewhere. And, you know, <laughs> there's been one or two times when a fucking dick pic is just, <laughs> just Ken burns itself right up my fucking screen. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm so glad I'm watching this by myself. Like, 
You uh, have to be hyper aware. I was at work in the, uh, and I'm sitting in the corner of the, of, the, of the writer's room, and I had my laptop on, and I got a picture, and I was like, "Hey, I know that you're supposed to just show up on my phone." Yeah. I realized, like, oh, those motherfuckers can yep. just show up right in the corner of your, uh, your laptop, like I'm like an iMessage. I remember I was a, a writer at Kimmel, and uh, one of the producers <clears throat> came into my office one day, and I was looking at my, and I had my, oh, I had my phone on my desk, and this was pre-smartphones. It was like. I like a Palm Trio, which was almost a smartphone, but you could check your messages and take yeah. photos with it. And he's like, he's talking to me, and he like picks it up. He's like, "Oh, I have one of these." He's like, "I have the same phone," and he just opens it and starts looking at my photo, which that's not, that's cool, not cool at all. That's not cool at Didn't all. Didn't ask. He just opens it. That's terrible. Boom! Right to a, a dick pic that I had, you know, <laughs> sent my girlfriend. Like you know. I think I had been in like Philly or New York for a, a writing assignment, and we were having cyber sex. So I like sent a picture picture of my dick, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, what is that, dude? What's wrong?" With he was like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Have you never fucking talked dirty to a girl? Have you never fucking had dirty texts?" He's like, "That's not normal." I'm like, "Uh, you'd be surprised, I think sir. It's a little more normal than you." Yeah. It's not like a picture of my dick in peanut butter or something. <laughs> With an outfit on it. Yeah. <laughs> I like to dress it up before I send it. I did. This is something I've never told anyone. But Ooh. I, uh, you know that Senor Wences when you draw like the eye? Sure. Like the absolutely. eyes and the mouth on your, on your index finger and thumb. And for those listening who don't know it, look up Senor Wences. It's like. This guy, he would put on oh. uh, like a little wig on his hand and make it talk like, see? Uh, and uh, so I, as a joke, I was, it might have been at Kimmel, I, and I did that on my hand. I made a little face, and I was talking to people, and I, I did it with Sharpie, so it was just on my hand. And then like later that night, I'm at home, and I'm watching TV, and I, I started like masturbating. <laughs> and I looked down. I looked down at my hand, and it was this face... My hand had this face with the, my dick coming out of its <laughs> mouth. Like, just my fucking cock hanging out oh, of this, this little hand puppet's mouth. And I was like, it's like, oh, that's uh, the fucking worst thing. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. I never told anyone that. It was so fucking embarrassing. Oh, that's fantastic, dude. That's great. I will not share any masturbation stories. <laughs> oh, I've I've like just I'm at that age now. I don't care. I like I was actually I was on stage at uh, Bar Lubitsch doing doing Josh and Josh show. I think, or no, it was M Bar. I was doing one of the storytelling shows, and like just halfway through my story, I was hit with a memory that I haven't thought of since I was like eleven. <laughs> I, yeah, I blocked it out. I've told this story before, but. I used to masturbate into my family's drinking glasses. What? Dude. Like what? When I was 11, I used to like What? I would get a glass out of the kitchen cupboard and masturbate oh, into it. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Should I keep going with a story? Wow. I don't I uh cuz I grew up in a religious family and so Jeez. It was oh, very it was very shameful. Masturbation was shameful. Like, sex was shameful. And so I, I remember just at a young age not wanting to get caught. Sure. At any cost. And so I didn't want to, like, masturbate into, like, Kleenex or, like, a shirt or anything. Because, you know, when you masturbate and wipe it up with a towel, like, after a day, it's, like, just this crunchy towel, like this stiff towel. And so... Oh God! This is great. This is the worst. This and so, I was like, in the bathroom one day. I was like eleven, and I was like masturbating, and there was a glass on the counter. And this was my, like my bathroom. Like, there was like a a glass, just a a cup that you would you know after you brush your teeth, you would rinse your mouth out with. And so I remember just before I came, I was like, oh my God, I I'm brilliant, and I grabbed the cup. <laughs> Came into the cup, and then <laughs> there's so many flaws in this, and just dumped it in the toilet and flushed it. Oh, God. As opposed to just jerking off into the toilet. So, oh. oh, man, dude. 
I hope no family. I got when I do the intro, I gotta tell my family not to listen to this. Do they I not don't... know about this at all? No, really? no. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> oh my god. Most of them aren't internet savvy. So <laughs> now that my dad's passed away, I'm so happy he's never gonna find this out. But uh, so I would just masturbate in the cup, pour it in. And then I'd rinse the cup out, and then I would take, like, an aerosol spray and spray it into the cup to cover the smell. It was like MacGyver. I thought I was a genius, right? Science, yo. Science. And so then, over the period of, like, a year or two or whatever, it just, that was my habit. I would I would be in the kitchen, and I'd be like, I had to jerk off for the fourth time today. So I'd grab a glass out of the counter, jerk off into it, rinse it off, put it in the dishwasher. I probably, over a year masturbated into most of the drinking glasses in my fucking house. Oh, my goodness. That's great. And I had not thought of this since I did it. Like, And it hit me on stage while I was telling another story. And I immediately got off stage and like had to write it down. Going, oh, my God, this is fucking disturbing. Oh, man. Come what on. did you use to jerk off into, Ricky? <laughs> right into the toilet, dude. Right into the toilet. I know. What was I thinking like? I don't know. Oh, yeah. And then I'll pour it in the toilet and no one will ever know. <laughs> oh. I, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking re- religion will make you do some weird shit. I, I remember being ashamed about it 100%. Like, I never, I don't know, maybe in colleges when I was like, you know what? This is fine. Oh, yeah, Up until yeah. then, I was like, oh, man, Ricky. W- Ricky, what is wrong with you? Yeah, I felt so guilty. <laughs> yeah, you, you would feel so bad. It wasn't until college that I was like, uh, yeah, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, I'm not breaking any laws, so. Yeah, do, uh, do you ever have that thing when you were like, like when you're a kid with your buddies? Where you'd be like, I don't jerk off. No, why would I yes, jerk off? Yes, yeah. I don't jerk off. You jerk hey, uh, you. Why do you, why do you got that porno magazine? You you jerking off? No, 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 dude, no, no. Nah. And then I remember the one time I could finally be like, yeah, I jerk off. Yeah, it was fucking great. And so do you, <laughs> fucking yeah, liar. Yeah, exactly, we all do. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah. fucking liar. Yeah, you do, bro. <laughs> Try some horrible shit. <laughs> yeah, mine is nice and romantic. Yours is probably some sick shit. You fucking freak. <laughs> I'll be thinking about Kim Basinger tonight You, who knows what's in your filthy mind Yeah, it's really weird how You're just made Did you grow up in a religious uh, Uh, family? My parents, I mean, we were were religious But it wasn't very It wasn't extremely strict I did like CCD when I was a kid uh, we, we, uh, we grew up Catholic. It's like uh, Saturday school, <clears throat> kind of, uh, or Sunday school, but on Saturday. That's when we went know? to church, Saturday. Yeah. And then, yeah, we had mass on Sundays, and we would go to, uh, I'm Spanish, so we go to Spanish mass, and I hated that, because wow. fucking Spanish mass is Long. like minimum two hours, dude. It's like, oh, how That's emotional so is this weird. story? And then we would go to English mass, and I was like, you guys are done in less than an hour? I like this. Let's go. All right. And then I just got sick of it. Like, I just stopped. I would do, like, the youth, like, teen program, and I just got, like, bored of it. I did all of that, and then I, I, you know, I was in college, and I I went to a private religious college, and that's really when I started just, like, I guess thinking for myself as far as religion was. I was Mm -hmm. like, like, you know, all these people are just – they're religious because their parents were, or most of them, not everybody, mm-hmm. but a huge chunk of people are just, you're Catholic because you were raised Catholic. Sure. And your parents told you as a kid, and that's just what you believe. And it's really, it, it's a weird thing to me that you're just like, uh, you know, at 10, you know, Jesus came down and, and was born, you know, this immaculate conception. And uh, there was a flood that covered the earth, <laughs> and you're just like, okay, yeah. And then that's you, what my dad said. My dad said that too. And then you grow <laughs> up, and you're like, yeah. And then you're telling your kids, Jesus. It's just because it was told to you so many times. And yeah. I just remember sitting in a religion class in college, going, well, "There's like other religions." I go, "How do we know this is?" 
the right religion? How do we know that any of the religions are the right religions? And that's just when I started really like <laughs> rethinking everything. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm not going to not believe, but I'm just going to kind of try and figure it out with, I don't think I need to go to church to figure it out. I always thought it was dope that my parents didn't freak out, too, when I told them, I'm just not going to go to church next week, and then the week after that, and the week after that. <laughs> Mine didn't fi- didn't freak out because I never said it. It just kind of happened, and mm. then it was just never addressed. Yeah. She would bring My mom would bring it up every once in a while, like, hey, you going to mass tomorrow? And I'd be like, mm, if I wake up, but I doubt it. Yeah. And it was never like, oh, but all those years. Yeah. She was like, Okay. That's so weird. And I was like, dope. But I only, yeah, I mean, when I would go to church, and like my dad would go to church with us. I mean, my dad was like a pretty cool guy, like even killed. So like whenever he would show emotion, he'd be like, oh, damn. And that was like one of the few times I saw my dad like get angry. He's like, he yelled at me and my brothers when we were in church. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I don't want to do that. This must be serious to him. Church is a thing we do. We will be serious in church. And as soon as it's over. <laughs> yeah. I want some ice cream. <laughs> the elotes man is outside. Can we get some elotes? That was the best part of church for me always was like we go out to eat afterwards. Go yeah, yeah. To like Chinese food or something. <laughs> and I was like, this is awesome. Almost like a reward for dealing with it. Hell yeah. Sometimes we get a movie afterwards. Those were always great. Nice yeah. Sunday after mo- afternoon movie after church. Woo. Feeling good. <laughs> Feeling good. <laughs> were you always allowed to go to the movies, or were you like, uh, yeah? Uh, what do you mean always? Like, like I remember with I I grew up Seventh Day Adventist, and it was like, and nobody really went to movies. It was kind of, I don't want to say evil, but it was hmm. just kind of like, oh, maybe you shouldn't do this. And... Oh, really? Oh, no. Like movies were just always like a thing we did. From the video store, we would we would like all walk to the video store together. Yeah. If they could, if my I'm the youngest out of two or three, uh, two older brothers. If they could go to the movies and I couldn't, I would fucking pitch a bitch so I could go to the movies with yeah. them, and then they'd be angry that I was there, but I didn't give a shit. I'm at the movies. Yeah. Like, it was always like whatever would, whatever would take me to the movies, I'd be in. What do I got to do? I got to finish my homework by what time? Got it. Do you remember what your first movie was? Or do you remember what's your earliest movie memory? Uh, I have vague memories of seeing uh, Robert Altman's Popeye at the theater. Yeah. Uh, Jaws at the drive-in. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. When they like cut open the stomach of the shark and it like spills out. Like I have like vagueish ones. Was that during its original run too? Uh, I mean that I I like that 70s? I don't know. I mean it's I would assume so. I don't know how how often they were doing like re-releases back then. Some of my earliest were I remember. I mean, the Warriors really, on VHS. Oh my god! Yeah, dude. <laughs> I remember seeing Star Wars, the original Star Wars, at the Chinese theater here when Dope. I was seven or eight, and uh, that changed everything for me. I also remember seeing ET. <laughs> And having all I remember from that movie is I had to sit on the floor in the aisle because the theater was just sold out. <laughs> and I think I went with my aunt. I can't remember, but they're like, "Yeah, you're, we're adults. You're sitting on the floor. <laughs> I'm not gonna stand or something." So I remember sitting on the floor for that. Um, I distinctly remember being a kid watching TV in my parents' bedroom with them, like pretty late at night like they were in bed watching tv and i was just sitting on the edge of their bed i don't know what year did the shining come out uh 80 no look it up right now man but i remember sitting on the edge of the bed and the commercial came on and i think it was the commercial where the elevators come down and then the blood and they open up (laughs) fucking just tons of blood (laughs) Or maybe or, or there was also the little kid, Danny, was there's like a, a brief like clip of him running through that maze. Sure. Um, I have a lot of memories of The Shining uh, when it was like the ABC Sunday night. Oh, my God. The, the Stephen King version. No, no, the, uh, the, the Kubrick one. Really? Oh, yeah. Because Stephen King directed, he hated 
Yeah, Kubrick. it was just it was like the Sunday night movie of the week, like tonight. They're showing The, the Shining. Shining. Yeah, it wasn't like a remake of The Shining. Because you know Stephen King did a made-for-TV. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna watch that. Fucking that was just TV. fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch that. Uh, no. Uh, so it was eighty. So eighty. I was okay. Eleven, and I remember you know seeing that co- the the uh, the trailer on TV and having nightmares that <laughs> scared the shit out of me, and. Uh, Still one of my favorite movies. Oh hell yeah! A friend of mine, he'd never seen the uh, the documentary uh, about it. Oh uh, yeah, and I was like, oh, you haven't seen that clip of fucking Nicholson just like running in place with the axe? Oh, right the one that didn't Kubrick's shoot? wife or someone shoot that all yeah, that yeah. footage, right? Yeah, because there's the 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 documentary that came out recently, Room Two. That's okay. That's all right. I didn't like. I was like, there's like a lot of conspiracy theories in this yeah. movie, which I'm like. I don't, yeah, which I, I don't like. I, some of them, I was like, oh, this is an interesting take on a movie. And some of them, I was like, you're talking to a crazy person right now. I don't think there's anything in this. Yeah, but all the, the, like, the extra features on the movie with, you know, Shelley Duvall, like, losing her shit. Oh, that was, that's fucking fantastic, dude. That's so great. Oh, that's a good movie. Hell yeah. But he. <laughs> <laughs> Did you listen to any of that? Did you get to listen to any of that podcast yet? No. It's, uh, it's good. It tells, there, there's like, one or two things in there that I was like, oh, I didn't know that. When they're uh, they're they're telling this story about De Niro and Pacino recording uh, their film and their scene together for the first time, and Michael Mann says that, uh, or the story is that Michael Mann, you know, Pacino is so kind of like animated during that, and at one point, whenever he like smiles during that uh, that scene, it's because De Niro's like giving him a clue, and he doesn't know De Niro's giving him a clue. Like at one point, he says like, I have a woman. And then it like cuts to Pacino, and he's like, "Oh, is that right? What do you tell her?" And he's, like, "I'm a salesman." But like before that, like Pacino smiles. I thought he was like doing it before, just like, "Oh yeah, look at them relating." And he's like, "Now I know you got a woman." Boom! You just gave me that oh, info. Oh shit! And I was like, "Damn!" I never thought of that either. That's good police work right there. That's such a fucking great movie. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, I mean, Ricky and I. <laughs> fuck! I don't think there's a mo. I think there's a time that I run into you that we don't mention. At least once, dude. <laughs> At least once. <laughs> In fact, you texted me yesterday or whatever because uh, Bill Simmons, <laughs> sports writer, Bill Simmons d- did a podcast about the 20th anniversary. 20th he, anniversary yeah, of he Pete. loves it. And uh, I was like, well, I'm not surprised. It's a great movie. I, anyone could talk about it. But And then I was like, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> He just signed off saying, no problem, Slick. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, such a fucking nod to that movie. There's not, a, I would say, a month that goes by that I don't verbally or in a text reference that movie. I roll with you, Neil. <laughs> when I watched it two nights ago, because I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't watch it for the actual 20th anniversary. <laughs> Let's fucking knock that out now. Double tap entry room, entry room to the sternum. Bam, bang, bam, bang. bang, bang, bang. He lands here. Ted Levine. Ted Levine. Oh, Fantastic fuck. in that, dude. Fantastic. It's so great. It's so great. I saw a double feature of it. Because uh, that was the same year that Seven came out. I saw a double oh my feature God. of Seven and Heat at this, uh, I can't even remember what the name of the theater was in Chicago. It's like a tiny, like hole in the wall theater but it was like a midnight showing too so like we got out of there like fucking late as fuck oh, yeah so we went with these with this <clears throat> with this other couple and we were like oh yeah we love this movie and they're like oh yeah we think it's good but i could tell i was like you guys aren't freaks about this movie <sighs> like i am <laughs> i fucking love it it's so great dude it's fantastic oh the other thing was uh that they say in that podcast that i was like oh shit i didn't think about that i thought he was doing it for another reason is like de niro always wears like a gray and I was like, uh, and his character Macaulay's wears gray. And I was like, oh, it's probably because it's like a, like a, like a shades of gray in character. And then Michael Mann was like, no, it's because like if anybody ever has to like describe what he looks like, it's just gonna it's just be plain. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was wearing gray. I think I was like, god damn, that's smart. That whole and by and that whole shootout scene, the big shootout scene at the bank downtown was so fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's so loud, like you can right? tell, like. Watching that, that a lot of that audio is like on location. Like it's not. I'm sure they at sweetened it up, but like, that's, what, that's just what, the echoey sound. You're like, yeah, this is that shit's really happening. Absolutely, that's one of like the few times where 
Usually, usually, like you see a special effect and you go, "Oh wow, I've never seen that before." It's one of these like, "Man, I don't know if I've ever heard that sound in movies before." It's it was so damn distinct. Like, yeah, shit. you hear. I love. I remember the first gun shot sound effects in a movie that really I was like, "There you go, that's yeah. fucking alien." Was Raiders of the Lost Ark? Huh. Like when they when he would you know there's the scene in the, in the bar in Nepal where. Uh, he he comes in and he gets the the fucking um, the the headpiece f- from her and and then the guys come in and they're shooting their fucking guns and it's just like boom boom <laughs> it's so fucking loud and I was like yeah that's what a fucking gunshot should sound like <laughs> and then it wasn't again until like heat that I that shootout scene where it's just like oh you can hear the natural echo of yeah, the right? fucking guns and yeah like this sounds it's like fun. you're there. <laughs> Indiana Raider, Raiders, the whole Indiana Jones series has my favorite sound of a punch in movies. Yes, same I'm thing. Like that's what punches sound. That's that same exactly scene. What they sound punches like. and guns. I yeah. was just like, hey, we should start a podcast called <laughs> Punches and, and Guns. guns. I'm in. Absolutely, that'd be great. <laughs> Let's figure that out afterwards. Um, punches and guns. Yeah. Like, be, we like, oh, we just dissect fights. <laughs> yeah, the, the technical expertise. Of, uh, of this guns. is Punches and Guns with Ricky and Steve. <laughs> it's Punches and Guns, not Punches and Steve. <laughs> that makes no sense. All right, we've got an hour. Um, thanks for doing this, man. Hey, dude, thanks for having me, man. It's a uh, pleasure. I'm a big fan of the show. <laughs> thanks. Uh, Do you have anything you want to plug? Anything? Are you going to be at Sketchfest at all? I'm not doing Sketchfest. I have. I'll be at. Nerd Melt on Saturday for a shot. I don't know when this is going to air, but I'll be yeah. there. Uh, I'm hosting uh, 50 First Jokes. Oh, yeah. Uh, on it's a Sunday great show. night. Yeah, yeah, that's a good time. I'm looking forward to that. 50 comedians tell their first jokes of the year. Yeah, or maybe like of the last three weeks of yeah. 2015. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the last times I've done like my, my, my first joke, but I've been in the show with people. I'm like, I saw you do that at blam, blam, blam. Wait a second. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> Um, so that's shame them this Sunday. The what is the that? Date? The eleventh, I believe it is. Today's the fifth. I think it is the eleventh. Yeah. Uh, and they can find you on social media. I'm, I'm on the social medias. I'm on the Twitters at Ricky Carmona. I'm on the Tumblr at Ricky Carmona. The Instagram, Instagram. at Ricky Carmona. I'm glad you have them all synced with the same. I hate when people have like underscore one or that's. Or they a, change it all or up. Or a fucking username that isn't their name. Oh yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, it's hard to remember. Yeah, and keep watching Tosh Point Oi because uh... Ricky's a writer on <laughs> Tosh Point Oi. I'm, 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 I'm a blogger uh, on the show. Joke, uh, I, I write jokes. Uh, and uh, yeah, thank you for watching. Keep watching. Well, thanks for doing this, Ricky. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Thank you, man. Bye, everybody. Thanks. Chile. <laughs> oh yeah. Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply.